When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey you, this is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. Hey guys, welcome to Ask Women. I'm Kristen Carney. You guys know me. Here with Marnie Kinner. She's a... owner of wingirlmethod.com, which is uh, very obvious at this point because, what is this, 205? <laughs> yeah, five? if you don't know, then get the hell. And stop listening. Yeah. You're away. a dummy. Um, and we have uh, uh, guests that we've had now, I think this is our third time on the show? Like eighth time? Eighth time. Super <laughs> funny. We uh, both auditioned uh, for cancer patient for a cancer patient on, for a TV show. Marissa Madsen. Hello. Thanks for coming. Yes. Nice and to we, see you. We had to do blood-curdling screams in our auditions. We that did. Was fun. What does that mean, blood-curdling like, screams? Just a shriek. Like, yep. we saw, basically, we were, like, tormented in, like, a hospital or something, and we yeah. saw a ghost. <laughs> that sounds like so much <laughs> we <were> fun. Like, <gasps> it was kind of liberating. When I did it, like, because I, I asked them first, I was like, are you sure you want me to do a full scream? And they were like, yes. And I, I went full out. And then afterwards, they were, they were like, good morning. Okay. I, I like, like that. Hey. Actually, you know what? That's actually a helpful exercise that I want to tell people That's what you ask the dude before you sleep with them. You're like, do you mind if I yeah! do a scream? No. The th- okay. So here's the thing. I've always thought this about dancing and acting. And, like, I was watching um, How to Be Single. Yesterday, do you have you seen that movie? No. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I saw it. It's a cute movie. It doesn't matter. Though. It's the, cute and dumb and like yeah, and and you'll yeah. like it at the end. Anyway, yeah. but the the woman who's in that movie, like the fat Australian blonde, yes. that girl, yeah, I love how she just does not hold back on anything. She's, She's great. Who she is, she puts. You can see that she's just like going to the extreme for herself. Mm-hmm. And I've said the same thing about Rebel Wilson dancing for Rebel Wilson, um, dancing for me in the past. And one of my exercises in my program um, inside her is. I forget what I, I called the exercise, but it's about insider or inside, inside her? her. Oh my god, <laughs> the insider! But yes, yes. inside her. It's Ooh. like a so yes, yes, yes. Anyway, get it. <laughs> but it's a really good program. But one of the exercises in there, which goes along with the screaming thing, is being able to just push yourself to that maximum point and then push even past it just a little bit, just to let that real self of yours out there. Because no matter what, people always hold on a little bit, and maybe it's because I'm Jewish that I'm still always going to be a little bit tense <laughs> and hold back. <laughs> But the I love the exercise so much because when I after I had my stroke, I was very um, nervous about dancing and I felt very uncomfortable. And I, I noticed that whenever I would go out and I would dance, I wasn't really putting myself out there. And if you look at other dancers, like they just like let it flow out of them and that's yeah. why it's so beautiful i think they drink a lot yes they do uh <laughs> do you mean dancers as in actual dancers or people on the dance just floor in general like i would just admire these people who could just put it out there so completely yeah, and not give a shit about anything even like if you watch so you think you can dance same thing so my exercise to go back to this for people who are listening is i mean if you live in an apartment complex maybe trying to do this during the day but at some point 
in every single day, maybe even in the morning or in your car or something, just look in the mirror and scream. Like just exactly as Marissa just did, like saying, fuck it. Who cares who hears me? Just let it all out of you. Because the cops are like, Miss Carney, we can't come here for the 10th right. day in a row. <laughs> but it's such a but Marnie real said, feeling to not hold back. Yeah. Like, no, it's very liberating. To actually have that freedom. And I, I just like... If that's what you can also practice in your dating life of letting you really just be your real self when you're out on a date, when you're approaching a woman of just like not not having that boundary in place or that line that you don't want to cross unless you're doing something really inappropriate. But just like push past that point and start off by by doing that exercise of screaming because that will help you realize what it feels like. Well, it's always the idea. This is something that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like as a guy. Everybody should. should. Like. But is that a guy, like, when you're going to talk to a woman, you're just, like... You just like, commit. It's, get it, the screaming out before you speak yes, to the woman. Yes, not go up to her and go, ah! And, she, and then she'll be like, like oh, yeah. you're If she hot. responds to that, get away from her. Yeah. Right, exactly. She will hurt you bad. What if she's like, oh, my God, that's amazing how you just did that. So free. Well, the idea is... I'm incapable is a... of resisting that, by the way. If she were to say that, I would not. <laughs> right. The idea is about committing. And yeah. so Marissa would know this as an actress. It's like, so if you're in an acting class... And you have a scene that you think is really dumb. If you act like you feel dumb, you will look dumber right. than the person who just commits and actually does a really amazing job at it. Right. Like you and as a person who's been in acting classes and does f- and feels uptight or held back. When I see someone who just commits and just goes with it, I'm like, damn. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I do that. But I thought you would be like, oh, fuck that. No, it's, <laughs> I mean, those are the people that do well and that right. are good actors. And also there's there's this thing that a lot of um, actors say when they're kind of telling their how did I get famous story. ton of them. Eric Stone Street, um, Udo. Uh, I know Uzo Adun- Oh, I know Uzo. Yeah, Uzo. Um, Eric Stone Street on Modern Family. A lot of them have a really similar story where they were like, "I was gonna, I was gonna give up. I was like, fuck acting," and I went on one last audition, and I was in there just. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't nervous. I just was like, there was no stock my thing. in it. Yeah, and they always book the jobs, right? Really? Because there's no tension, and there's no trying to please, and there's no trying to be something you're not. Right. Yeah, That's actually fantastic. so freaking frustrating because I had a commercial audition, and I I left my commercial agency. I had said to them, I just don't want to audition for commercials anymore. It's not for me. I go for roles that are like mom with dish soap, and like it's not it's not me. And well, it's hurting my self esteem. Like I try, but it's just I'm you just know kidding. when something's not right for you, and so. Um, they were like, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Thank you. You guys have been great, but no thanks. So the next day they called and they're like, actually, we had submitted you for an audition um, like before you told us and you have an audition tomorrow if you do want to go, you know, whatever. And it seemed, and I, I was like, you know, if I say no, this is going to be the commercial that I would have booked or mm-hmm. whatever. So anyway, I went and I got, it was, I was on call or on, oh, on, on, nice. um, on, what's on a veil. On a veil. Yeah. And like, but I'm so mad to this day that I didn't get it because it was, but it was the same exact thing because I was like, I'm done auditioning for commercials. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was for like this coffee brand and like oh, coffee you can do the only reason they didn't, the, they called me and they said they didn't book you only because they decided they wanted a redhead, but it would have like you, you it was you or the redhead and they decided they wanted for the look a red and a blonde. Right. And so, I mean, for me, I'm just like mad at Azuzu, whatever her name is, <laughs> Azuzo. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, Uzo, Uzo Aduba. Aduba. Um, because it's like. 
she went in, said F it, and actually booked the job. I went in, said F it, kind almost of booked did. the job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is a good example of like if you're talking to women and you're putting stock into it and caring and putting so much energy, the minute you're like, you know what, I don't effing care anymore, yeah, that's, that's when, when it, it comes together. Or you almost get her, the girl, if things work out like they do for me. And right. for guys, it's like, okay, remember in like something about Mary where he had to like clean the pipes before he went on his date? <laughs> it's like that freed him up to be like just himself, right. not being like, I'm trying to do things to your body. Right. Right. So, you know? Yeah. It actually isn't a bad, a bad idea for dudes to, <laughs> to jack knock off one out. Before. Exactly, yeah. they should. It relieves some tension and like, doesn't have that testosterone pressure put onto them. Dave has something to And say. that acting lesson that you learn by they just went with a redhead, like that's the same thing. Women will make arbitrary decisions like right. that too. They went with the dude I'm with not, the black hair. They just... I'm not dating another guy with blonde hair because Robbie had blonde hair and it brings back bad memories. Yeah. There's right. so many things that may or may that not be justified mm-hmm. yeah she may be crazy she may not be but like <laughs> but it's a lot easier to not lose because men will lose that confidence very first thing yeah well, they so still feel that they're great you know like their self-esteem may not be intact or may not be harmed by that but i feel like you're just like oh man like, I thought I was doing right. So, right. you know, it's some arbitrary decision makes you want to give up. Right. Absolutely. Well, I want to hear a little bit about what was the topic you wanted to talk about? Is this a new normal? The new normal, which which leads to uh, I want to talk to you about your dating life and what's going on, because I want to hear what the new normal is, what is going on mm-hmm. and how is it going for both of you? Remembering that we're talking to men. But let's let's hear about it. What is the new normal? Well, I was so I was with my friend the other day and she's going through very similar things as I am. So she's 35 and she's dating and she very much like wants to get married and like all of those things. And um, she was really upset the other day because she met this guy. They had an amazing time. It's kind of similar to the story that I had with the other dude. It was like they met. They had a great first date. She was like it was like we were a couple already. And then uh, after, and then basically from there. The neck, it went down. It was, it was downhill. went downhill, and it's like so now she's doing this thing where it's this not committing when things are like it. It's like it went really well. Let's not see each other because either people are afraid of committing or there's too many options. Want they just want the door open constantly, but she was crying the other night because. The texting, and that's when she was like, is this normal? Like, is this, like, what happens now? Because it's like, she'll text something, and then he'll say, like, he'll do this thing where he says, hey, like, what are you doing tonight? And then she's like, oh, not much. What are you doing? And then she she doesn't hear back from him for four hours. Maybe he's making that video, like Stevie's guy. But whoever responds back first. Oh, well, right. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is that the new normal thing where it's just because we have so many options? And that's what kind of has happened with me, with the, the guy that I've, like, really liked. It's like we seem to connect and, like, totally hit it off and all those and, things. Uh, yeah, guys experience this as well. We had a great time. We laughed. We had three amazing dates. We're having fun. So that's but, interesting because I told Marissa before I wanted to discuss... Discuss. I am disgusted. Second (laughs) second chances and whether things can turn around if there has been a truck attraction lost. Can you bring it back? Which kind of sounds like what's going on here. Yeah. And the honest truth is that I have no freaking clue if this is a new normal. Basically, she was just asking, should it always be this hard? It's this hard for me, my roommate, for her, everyone I talk to. It's always been this hard. It's just that right now we have so many more examples of this happening because we're going on more dates. Like, I think that in the past, there weren't so many resources for us to have easy access to dating three nights a week. Does it mean we settled? 
I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know because maybe now with all the options uh, we're getting rejected more, so we pull back a little bit, which makes us not as forthright in our dating I, life. That's what I'm doing now. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. Which, you know, I, the, the answer is I have absolutely no idea. But I do know how to combat that. Whether you are living in like buttfuck nowhere with three options to date, or you have a million options at your fingertips, it is getting really clear on what it is that you are out there looking for, yeah. picking. In a, in a smarter way and being quick to decide whether or not this is for you and letting the other person know so that they don't take that baggage of you just disappearing and putting it on to the next person. Right. Um, because the thing is, it's like, I've talked, you know, my, my neighbor across the street who I told you was getting uh, divorced is back out there dating. And I, um, it's so hard because I'm trying to step out of my dating coach role and go into the friend role with advising her. And I say, I'm so sorry that it's like this out there, but it just is. You do. You can't say good morning to somebody after you've had a great date with them the next morning. You can't say it because it seems needy like you want to be in a relationship. Right. But I want you to say that because that's who you are. It's, re- it's really difficult right. and challenging. Anyway, take, taking a step back. This is the normal. This is uh, dating is always difficult because it's hard to find somebody that wants the same things as you that I'm you have a like, connection I'm with. I'm going to start um like going out there and just advocating for or for uh arranged marriages again. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> like just oh my god. Well, but you have to be smarter it's with so how you It's so much easier choose. when you don't have options. It is. I know, but I'm not, I don't put out there what I'm looking for or what I want. I kind of just like and You're like I'll take anything. Yeah, because I, that's what happens when you're lonely. Well, stop being so lonely. Go find other things to do so you're not so lonely and then you can put out better vibes. You mean but, like you're not being particular because I mean I'm being particular, oh. but I'm not telling them okay. what I'm looking for. So like for example, the guy that I really like and I went out with I just went out with him. I didn't discuss like, hey, I'm actually looking for a relationship. And so that didn't come up until he's like, well, I'm going through divorce and not looking for a relationship. I'm just like dating around. And you're like, I'm already hooked. So it's like I should have from the get go. Because if I had said that from the get go, we probably wouldn't have gone out and I wouldn't be going through this torture that I'm going through now. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you could be the stronger person and just let go and say of all of that together. Right. Mm-hmm. Marissa, tell me about your dating life. Like, so what's going on with you? Currently? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bleak out there, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. I mean, it, it starts to feel, once it feels bleak, it feels really bleak. I think, like, I know so that That clearly. comment enraged so many people who are listening right now. Because they're like, I'm here, like, I'm, I'm out listening. here. <laughs> I'm good. I'm a nice guy. It's not bleak. Open your fucking eyes mm-hmm. and have a little bit more patience. So, so tell tell people what what do you think is bleak? Because the men that you end up choosing end up like what happens? Why 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 are you discouraged in dating? You are a gorgeous girl. Thank you. You have a great personality. <laughs> Thank you. You're in a wonderful <laughs> metropolitan city with lots of options. Like like why why are you so down on dating? Well, it's it's such a combination of things. But first of all, literally every guy that I'm like, oh hi hello, he has a ring on his finger. Or he's gay or he's already with a girlfriend. So I do feel like the good ones are definitely kind of all taken. Everybody's getting snatched up. That's why we have Um, to have like like a room for all the girls and just like throw them in there. Like the girls that they're already dating and we just kidnap them and put them in there and then don't feed them. them Don't feed them and they end up looking so skinny and gray after and then they get more guys. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so there's that. Um, And then I just, I think... It's not that it's the guy's fault. It's just I know very much like what I want and what I'm looking for. So it's not maybe like, you know, 
five years ago or eight years ago or whatever, I would probably say yes to more guys to go on dates with. But my like intuition about whether this is going to work or this is going to go somewhere is so strong. Same, now. same, same, same. Yeah. So you're just like, no, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like, I was at the beginning saying yes to everybody as well, like dudes that I met, like when I was driving for Uber, like, and not to everyone, but like, I'd be like, you know what, why not? But now I'm no, like, now you're being more, so that is I am being, being more selective, selective, but that's in just the vibe of knowing we're not going to hit it off. A guy asked me for my number the other day and I literally, would, he got offended. So he was a Jewish Persian. Um, I actually went out with a Jewish Persian recently. He was adorable, super nice. Um, just, you know, I don't really totally like feel attracted to him, but, um, this guy, I said, he said he was Persian. And I go, are you a Jewish Persian? And the reason I asked that was because I went, I had just gone out with a Jewish Persian and he just kept defining himself by being a Jewish Persian. Right. And so he's like, that's racist. Is it? And I go, I no, know. it's racist if I say I hate Jewish Persians. <laughs> I said, it's not racist to call a spade a spade and or ask a spade if it's a spade. And he, so then he asked me out and I go, you know what? You thought that was racist. We are not going to click. Yeah, we're not going to click. It's not going to work. <laughs> That's and so funny. That was I my like, Now I got you back. Yes. Now I'm going to put you down. Yeah. No, but it wasn't <laughs> I was putting down. I just was being honest. Like, if we don't vibe on that level, right. we will never, ever hit it off. And I didn't think he was that cute. But. I will tell you Okay, so um, something interesting. And this is where I was trying to advise my, my neighbor as well. So she um, had been bantering on Tinder with this. Oh, no, on Bumble. With this guy and really liked his vibe. Yeah, you can't banter on Tinder because people on Tinder can't read. Right. Why? I'm just kidding. Oh, I just okay. have been such a I was like, Bumble's yeah. a higher cow. It is. It is. Bumble is. Tinder. Oh, my God. So Tinder. she got on to, she said, let's have a conversation instead of like just talking over text or whatever. And they got onto the phone. And right away when they started talking, he said to her, oh, are you from New York? And for like, which could have been a very great way to start a conversation it's an observation but for her she's very sensitive about her voice oh dear god tell her to get over it I, but so no, right seriously. away it triggered your neighbor? something yeah it tell triggered her to get over something it. but i want to just tell guys on the other side like even if you know it's a compliment if someone thinks you're from new york i think that too but whatever it was like you have no idea who's going to be on the other end and how they're going to take in your information because i know that whatever happened they had a communication breakdown because she pulled back and then he got nervous because she was pulling back and therefore the conversation anyone would be allowed to ask absolutely he didn't say absolutely he didn't say are you like do you have triple d's he said are you from new york this bothers me for men or it bothers me because people are so offended so easily lately yes and it's like you it's like you getting offended is making life more difficult for everyone else right and so and it's it, selfish it is but there, it, i'm just my point to guys is that Sorry, Sometimes you just you don't do anything wrong. You just do something wrong for that other person right. that's taking in what you're putting out there. And so, therefore, as you said, that's not a match. But I always tried to look on the other side as well, thinking, okay, if she was forthright and said, you know what? I'm so sorry, but that made me really t-. And this doesn't happen because that's not going to happen with a stranger. You're not going to give the benefit of a doubt. But I would like if people did do this in case there is another opportunity out there. If she were to say, I'm so sensitive about my voice. And that just really threw me off that you said that. Can we start again? Like, there there yeah, are ways. Exactly. Most often that's not going to happen unless you're with a really strong person. Last am, episode we talked about changing your voice for men. She should work on changing her voice if she's that uncomfortable with right, it. Right. To not sound like she's yeah. from, from New York. Is she from New York? No. She's from Los Angeles. Oh, weird. <laughs> Well, we had her Jan, family's from New York. Remember, we had Jan Rosenthal on our show who works with Howie Mandel, and yeah. she was Jewish. 
she sounded like she was straight from New York. She's never once lived in New York, but she yeah. was awesome about it. She's like, yeah, I love it. It makes me sound like I'm tough and cool. Right, blah, blah. exactly. So that's the way, that's the angle your neighbor should yeah, take well, exactly. it. And I told her that too. Yeah. Were you going to say something, do you think? Do you think the phone call before, like if I met, when I was dating and I met someone on Tinder or Bumble, I would definitely, we would talk on the phone before we went out at all. I never talk on the phone before I meet someone. If they call me, I'm like, oh, God damn it. Really? Or, or we would because go, you don't like, want to? Yeah, I hate talking on the phone. Or we'd go get coffee or something like like the the placeholder dates, like the screening process of right. we're going to make sure. I want to prove to you that I'm not insane, and I want to you to prove to me the same thing. Just Before we go enough, out in full public? I, maybe just until like we're out at a place where we're going to be there for a couple hours, you know, we're at, at out at dinner and I realize like this just ain't happening. Right. Then you're like, oh, that's weird. And then you got all <laughs> dressed up and, uh, you know, like. Well, what do you think? Do you do you appreciate a phone, the phone call, call first good? before? Um, when I used to online date, I would try to talk to guys on the phone first because it's a step, definitely a step up in terms of reading someone than just uh, through text and online. It still doesn't compare, obviously, to when you meet them in person. Um, but I would do that, uh, or but I'd be like, "Yeah, let's talk on more. the phone." It does. Um, it's just you can't get a like a vibe or chemistry right. necessarily. Over yeah. The phone. So that was partly it. Was that I found that it wasn't really accurate, so it wasn't really worth it. Plus, the yeah, guys got kind of offended. Like they, you know, the sentiment was, "Like, are you trying to screen me?" You know, right. are you trying to do like a preemptive thing? Or they'd be like, why do you want to talk on the phone? Because everyone texts these days. Right, so right. I kind of found it was like, let's just go fucking meet for coffee. But yeah, I do like the yeah. like the warm up date first. Coffee yeah. is good. Uh, I found guys would get fucking offended with that, too. Like, I don't I'm like sorry, the I don't coffee. Wanna, I don't want to spend three I, hours on Saturday with you if I don't know you. Like, don't. That's a great exactly. point. I don't like the coffee, though, because I like an I like an atmosphere with dim lights and an energy of like right. we're out enjoying ourselves coffee to me just has this dry non-flirtatious true it's okay. there's no so what would other options? energy there what sure. would other options maybe be? maybe like a drink at night but just one to say when to grab a drink so you don't have to commit to a the drink, entire night yeah what or, are other things you'd be open to as like an intro i mean i like activity dates you know something that you takes the pressure off having to sit across from each other and mm -hmm. stare at each other and talk 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 so you know if it's like let's go to karaoke or let's go to mini golf whatever like See, i like I'd that stuff that. too hate it yeah okay no? well. because i don't know if i want to spend time mini golfing with someone <laughs> if i can't like banter and chit chat and have fun right. with them and so, so you want to meet in like the snack shop at the, the mini golf place first before you decide a bar you... before we go mini golf right so basically at the turn of the mini golf place at the ninth hole if right. Kristen's not in she's like bailing out for <laughs> i know by the first somewhere. hole she's like i'm gonna go play skee ball now <laughs> i'm like this is the last hole you're gonna be seeing right <laughs> you guys it's really dumb you guys brought up something though that like a lot of guys it it is a weird thing that men need to get over of especially if you're dating in in like a bigger city or something, you need to get over being screened. You're going to be screened mm -hmm. and you should be. And if you're with a woman who doesn't have the the forethought to screen, make sure that she's safe for herself, she can't be a good partner. I, That's I think a great point. Like, but I think that guys should expect you should guys expect should want to screen too. Absolutely. Doesn't everybody want to be screening everybody? Like, why do we have to be all Just offended a, by it? I mean, you know? dating is a screening process. It right? is.
Yes, 100%. But that, that initial one, like, if a girl wants to go to, like, someplace very public and something Well, what would be the best stranger? way to respond to that? So, like, if you said, like, let's talk on the phone first, what are the responses that you've been getting that you say that they're offended by it? Yeah, I mean, they'd be like, oh, like, why? You don't want to you don't want to just meet? Or they'd be like, why? So you can see what I'm like? It's like, yeah, yeah so it's I like, can see so what, what you're what like. Would <laughs> what would be... A way for a guy to respond to that, just say, sure, like, let's talk. Yeah. Or just, just be open to it. Yeah. Just be open to talking. Like, don't, I feel like everyone's just looking for some reason why this person is crazy or this person has a weird tick or they're dating a, you know, I've, I've also gotten like, if I say, let's, let's go for, for a drink or, or even coffee or whatever, cause you're trying to make it clear that you only want to spend maybe an hour with them or, or less. Um, if it's not going well and then they'll be, the sentiment will be, you know, what you're, you're just dating so many people right now. I'm just like on your rotation. It's like, well, yeah, shut up. Yes. We're all dating multiple people Hmm. and maybe I don't want to spend three hours with you. Why is that so hard to believe in this day and age? And hopefully you shouldn't want to do that either because you have all these other options. Right. Earn a spot on the lineup, dude. Yeah. Like that's how you do it. You don't just get to. And neither, and, neither, and, neither and she, can I also that's say that's the whole thing. It's yeah. not just saying this to guys like, okay, okay, earn a spot in the lineup. It's All like this. I'm earning a spot in your lineup as well. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That it's, that is what equal. today's dating is. That you have to understand there are other people out there. And yeah, it's just don't take it personally. I don't even know you. Right. I'm just literally. That's the whole point. Is I don't even know you, so don't take it personally. Yeah. We're strangers. Let's and just scream at the top of your lungs to get rid of this. Well, I always think back to Terry Simpson, who's the psychiatrist that we had mm-hmm. on our show, and he phrased it as. Not everyone's a match for everybody. Right. And that's as simple as it is. It's mm-hmm. not, you don't have to be offended. It's yeah. just you're not a match. Yeah. And I really try to keep that in the front of my brain when I'm feeling rejected or something. It's like, well, oh, that's good. I'm just not a match for that person. Exactly. You just didn't mesh in that And then way. I kill myself. So right. thanks. <laughs> well, glad that you well. came back to life for this episode. <laughs> Only to One quick question before we go to a quick break, because I wanted to talk about second chances. Um, so I wanted to know if there's like a story that Marissa has, and maybe even Kristen, mm-hmm. um, about a guy who maybe you weren't into or a guy that you went on a date with where you're like, eh, I don't really see him that way that won you over later on down the road. Cause a lot of guys mm-hmm. write into me saying like, okay, I did X, Y, and Z. We went on a date may have screwed up here. Is there a way to recover from this? Is there a way to get her back? Is there a way to get that attraction back? Like, so it, do you have a story of a guy who has been able to do that where you were like, eh, I'm not really into it, but now I am because of, because he did X, Y, and Z or I mean, yeah, I've definitely changed my opinion on guys um, as far as like having them. It was going well and then they screw up and, you know, something happens and then I have to forgive them or whatever. I haven't really had a lot of Fortunately, I haven't had a lot of experiences with getting fucked over with guys. But, yeah, absolutely. I've definitely dated people that uh, changed my mind about them. Either I didn't I wasn't really that physically attractive or they weren't really like. I didn't really know their real personality because they weren't opening up at first. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, the, mostly what cha- would change my mind. Um, like with one guy I was seeing uh, a, like a couple months ago, he I had thought nothing of him. Like we were it was like not any kind of attraction. I mean, he's not unattractive, but he was just like neutral, on your radar. neutral dude, not on my radar at, at all. And he just started like being persistent and confident and put and putting himself out there being like asking me what that looks like yes like asking me to go on drinks to to go on um like to go get a drink to go out 
And I had turned him down a bunch of times because it was like, I'm busy. Like, honestly, it was just like, uh, I don't know. I'm busy. I'm really tired after work, whatever. And he kept asking. It was like, it didn't it didn't deter him. The next night, he'd be like, let's go get a drink. Come on, let's go. Like, and I'm not saying he wore me down, but I liked that I didn't deter him. And he he was he had like a you know I couldn't shake him kind of a a confidence about him and he was persistent you know we would he would continually like text me um you know like every day or whatever even though I was kind of still giving off the vibe of like okay like why is this dude texting me we're just friends well what would he text you, know? you because so here's he the thing would like be, a lot of guys are like okay I'm over texting I'm yeah. showing that I'm needy so mm-hmm. I need, we, they need to hear the good and the bad of that. he would be flirty he would he would be flirty and I would sort of brush it off and be like okay like all right, buddy. Like, you know, I would just nicely brush it off. And at one point he, he's also kind of, he's pretty direct, you know? So he would in person and in text, he would be like, look, I'm interested in you. And he even would say things like, you honestly don't know what you're missing. So maybe, you know, jokingly, but telling, but being seriously, like, you don't know what you're missing. So maybe you should hang out with me more. And so I got intrigued. Cause you were, and okay. I, I was interested. I was. I became interested, and I. I liked his. Uh, I liked that he was forward. Bravado. You know. Yeah. And then so I started like it just escalated from there. I started like flirting back and like wanting him to text me. Um, so how do guys know? who are listening know when? Okay, like you stop doing that. Like when? At what point do you give up? How long? How long was his process with you? I think if there's no escalation from the girl, um, and also like. I mean, I I continued to respond Were to his you, texts, like you know, into it a little bit. Like, would you sure give him like the responses he in was a way? For? Like, yeah, I could have not texted him back or been but would like, would you text back saying, "Haha, that's great, have fun." That that to or, me is a sign. Haha, cool. Like when she's not continuing the dialogue, that's when you give up. Yeah. So what would you do? I would I would still text him like conversations because I thought, oh, this is just a friend thing. Um, when he started being flirtier, I sort of brushed it off a little bit because I was you know I was like a little bit taken aback like what this this dude what's he doing you know and but it didn't take that long for him to kind of change my mind like I kept responding I like definitely like escalated my own flirting with him so I think you were flirting back as well yeah but a little bit I think not initially but I mean if I had to put a time limit on I'd say we were probably texting as friends for like two weeks and then after that I was like oh okay fine maybe I'll send a winky face back or something so you did you saw him differently I did start seeing him differently yeah okay Mm -hmm. have there been guys that have um really screwed up with you who may have flaked on you or maybe you guys are on a date and he does something that you didn't like um, and you would have written him off and then he was able to come back from that? Like someone that I'm not in a a relationship with, like kind of a new thing? Yeah. I was actually Mm -hmm. just going through my text trying to see if there was a guy in here that like I could remember that kind of won me over the second time, but there's really not. I think for me, it's just like once I have a feel, like a feeling or a judgment of someone, I really can't shake it. Like the guy that I went out with, um, who I mentioned on the last show, he had uh, we had really good banter. We it was Instagram. We slide, sliding into the DMs. Um, he <laughs> didn't ask me to go out again. I didn't ask him, but he didn't ask me to go out again. But like, 
if he did ask me, I would say no. Not that he's going to ask me, but I would say no because that was a turnoff that he didn't like. He basically text texted me a lot like the week following. We texted constantly, and then he never asked me to go out. So it's like my feelings got hurt enough where he can't recover from that. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. It's like it made me feel like not valuable or something. But what if he? What if moving forward, his text did make you feel valued? Um, I probably still wouldn't because I wasn't attracted enough to him right. to overcome that, to make that even worth being And overcome. that's the biggest thing. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. you have to have that attraction of something that you like about Like them. I thought he was cute. Yeah. And I like his look and his style, but it was like, I would have gone out with him a second time if he asked right away. Right. But now that it's been like a month. Because the majority of your experience with him are things that you do not like. Yeah. Okay, so it's hard to recover from that. That's why in relationships, those people always say, okay, they have a horrible boyfriend. They have a horrible, horrible husband who's doing the X, Y, and Z. How come they stay with these people? How come they stay with this douchebag? I'm a much better guy than him. It's because you have all these other experiences with this person that it makes it harder to walk away from somebody right. who, uh, like, let's say 10% of the time or even, 20, or even 30% of the time, maybe things aren't so wonderful. But the other 70% is good. And you have a lot of experience with them about the wonderful things that they are and the potential that they have to be great. So it becomes more challenging to just cut them off. But in the very beginning, if the majority of your experiences with them are not good and you're clashing, then there's nothing really to ride to through to. and to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back after this for Overanalyze This. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Hey, guys. I don't cook. And I don't cook mostly because I am really lazy. But not just for the cooking part, but for the shopping part to actually figure out what ingredients that I would need to make a certain dish. I get overwhelmed. My phone has no service in the grocery store. And then I say, forget it. And then I either go get McDonald's or cereal, or whatever. It's a sad, sad existence. Recently, Blue Apron sent me this awesome package of three meals for three nights for two people, and it was so freaking easy and so yummy, and I felt like a real adult for the first time, I think, in my life, and I'm 33. So what they sent me was like a pasta dish, they sent me a salmon dish, and then they sent me a chicken dish. Um, Put the salmon in the freezer, put the chicken in the freezer, First day, made the pasta. It was so easy. Literally everything is listed. Every single ingredient that you need, except salt and pepper, which who doesn't have salt and pepper, is provided. And you go step by step. You make it. And then you look like a professional chef. I actually took pictures so I can post them on my Instagram to see how fancy I looked. Um, but you guys should totally order Blue Apron because it makes uh, making dinner so freaking easy and yummy. So just go to blueapron.com slash askwomen to get three meals free. That's exactly what I got. You get three meals free um, and they're definitely super expensive type meals that uh, you want for free. So that's blueapron.com slash askwomen. Uh, we are going to do overanalyze this. 
And anyone who sent who sends me questions on my Instagram, thank you. Don't because <laughs> <laughs> no, send them. But you should send just them have to them as a picture and... before so you can read it. No, but I always forget they're there because I I'm so famous. I get so many messages. Right, but. Send them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Yeah. Um, just because it... Well, because our service doesn't work in here. I, I don't get service, and then I forget to screenshot beforehand because I'm like, oh, yeah, people send me questions. Okay. I'm David. I get freaked out when I want to call a girl on the phone after getting the contacts. Is just... Um, oh, my God. What is wrong with me in reading? After the contacts. <laughs> okay. How do Canadian I call a girl on the phone? What do I say? It freaks me out, and how do I calm down? Help Please. Well, stop. Calm down right now, David. <laughs> First of all, you have her Freaking phone number, out. so she's right. partly inviting you to call. I mean, maybe she was being nice mm-hmm. giving you her phone number. Yeah. There's always that potential because I do that. Right, but... But you do have it. Take that as an indication it is okay to call. Okay. Yeah, 100% it's okay to call. I, I'm sure that David understands that he has a permission to call this girl. But even yesterday when I called... The owner of Dash, like my heart was pounding. Oh yeah, he didn't answer. Well, also you have a lot like, of rage. Oh, so much rage. But I'm just saying, like, if I equate that rage with what somebody's feeling about being attracted to somebody, with this nervousness that's there. How it's really how do you calm yourself down so that you can actually enjoy yourself? On did the they phone? answer it, Dash? Dash, did you talk to anybody? No, of course, fuck of course not. not. <laughs> the worst, <laughs> the worst place in the entire world. And I'm, I don't even want to do bad PR for them because right. they're going to be out of business very soon. Anyway. What, so what do you do? How do you calm yourself down? Like as an as an actress, like mm-hmm. both of you have to go into auditions all the time. You helped me so much before we started this podcast. Oh, what did I say? So was it when we were in the car and I was telling you about the animal, we were on the phone and you were telling me about the animal. I was, I in was the car. I, I just remember because I, okay, I remember being <laughs> in my bedroom and you were saying because I was going to call someone from Corolla about getting oh, like yeah. a podcast with podcast with they you know potential podcast one or something, and you said. Um, I can't remember everything, but I remember you saying picture an animal mm-hmm. in the jungle that you think is really strong. And I thought this was so freaking cheesy. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that in my brain. But I did it. And it was so helpful. You said, pick an animal. What are their mannerisms? How, if they were having a conversation, how would they have the conversation? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I picked like a lion. And the dude was like slow talking and like thought about what they were going to say and said it with authority mm-hmm. and so I really kept that in my brain as I was talking and then we got a podcast on the network see exactly <laughs> it worked but that, that's why that exercise actually really works so that's one of the things that I was going to suggest so the the exercise um just to expand on that a little bit is to again pick an animal that you view as being strong um, or or the way that you want to be, whatever it is, okay? And then Luckily I didn't pick a chicken. Right, I'd exactly. Be like, I, 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 <laughs> I want to show. I don't know. But it can't eat me. Yeah, but okay. So you 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 select an animal, right? Like a, an animal of strength, of of something that you want to um, become, and you attach five attributes to that, right? So it takes some time beforehand to do this, where you say, okay, you know, this animal, they walk like this, they talk like this, they do that. The reason I admire them is because of X, Y, and Z. And then you have that stuff written down, and you know these things. You can envision these things, and you practice these things at home on your own 
beforehand so that when you are out and you do get nervous or you're about to make a phone call and you do get nervous, you can quickly visualize this animal and right away you can see how they walk, how they talk, how they behave, how they take in information. You can put that into your body a lot more easily than, oh, I have to find my confidence right now or like, I I know what I'm going to say. Anyway, that's a quick way to put confidence into your body very easily. Another thing that you can do is you can really practice. You can do mental rehearsal. You can do real rehearsal where you're in front of the mirror. And you're practicing as much as possible. That's how people practice most things. Same thing with, um, oh my God, what is that? Uh, The speech group. Uh, oh, uh, Toastmasters. Toastmasters. I was going to say wine that, masters. But that's what they do. Yeah, and absolutely. then like you, you, you have the lines down that you want to say, and then you learn to finesse it and make it a little bit stronger. Same thing if you get a script. You get the lines down first, and then you learn to finesse it and actually hone it and own it afterwards. So even though you may not be able to say exactly what she's going to respond back to you, you can create several different reactions based on past experiences of what happens when you're on a phone call. Anyway, my point is, is that yes, the phone can be very overwhelming and scary, but it doesn't have to be. And there's nothing wrong with practicing in advance and using tools and exercises like the animal one to, to bring a little bit more confidence for yourself into yourself. And if you do get on the phone and you start to notice that you're shaky, you're getting into your head, you can say, oh my God, I'm nervous right now. Or tempted to, to make the sound of the animal, then don't think of the animal. Right. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> and freak her out. Yeah, I think to go along with that, um, especially because you were saying, you know, how do you, how do you do it when you're in an audition? And what we're taught is you always have to go back to taking the attention off of yourself. That's what makes you nervous is because you're going... In your head. Uh, you're in your, that's why you are in your head is because you're thinking about your fucking self. If you're on the phone with a girl... And you're thinking about her, yes. Focus on her. Good focus call. on what's, what's she going to say? How is she going to answer my question? Um, it's kind of the same... I mean, the same thing you're saying with like picture... You know, envision like a tiger and, and how they are. It's like... You're thinking of the tiger and you're thinking about confidence and uh, maybe a clear voice. And you're not thinking like, how does my voice sound if it cracks? And uh, is she going to like what I ask her? And it's like, take the attention off yourself. Like, it's not about you. It's about what's happening with her. And she's going to respond to that. Is that what you do in acting as well? Yeah, that's that, what you what you have improv, to do. It's right? a, it's it's everything in acting. When you're nervous, it's because you're in your head. To get out of your head, you have to focus on what you're doing. Like acting, there's your kind body. of there's Honestly, a misconception about what what acting is. Acting is not just pretending to be something else. It's about literally acting, like action, the doing of what you're doing. So if there's a scene and you need to, if it's a scene about I need to uh, save the president from aliens, that's your job in that scene. The lines are how you communicate it. So if you're not thinking, I have to save the president right now from these aliens and I need to tell the FBI about it, then you're not doing your job because you're thinking, am I saying my lines correctly? How do I look? Does it sound believable? Is my costume fitting okay? It's like you have to focus on the task at hand. And they always say like, and what it's the other reacting, person not acting. Yes, mm-hmm. it's your react it's it's what the other person is giving you. Interesting. Right. So you're That's actually reacting. So one ac- exercise that we did in a class once um was we weren't allowed to look at the script beforehand. And so we got the script. We walked into the room with the teacher. He hands you the script right there. And so your lines are highlighted so you know where you're, where you're going to be, but he says something and you because you don't know what's coming, you actually react to it. So if he says, like, look out, because it's in the script, you don't know. You're not focused on what's my next line. You're like, oh, he just said look out. So you actually respond 
to that. Cool. And then you look to your line. But it's like you're yeah. actually reacting. So mm-hmm. how, how do you transfer that over to the phone? Like, so if a guy is on the phone with a girl who he's, he really does not know at this point, um, and he's getting lines thrown at him, how, how can he use that to handle the phone call and still be calm, cool, collected, in the lead, and ask her out if he wants to? I mean, I think what Marissa said, which is thinking about her and in being in the moment of having a conversation with someone. Don't look at it as, I'm supposed to have this goal right now in this moment. If you literally are just reacting as if like someone hit a tennis ball, you go the direction of the tennis ball because you know you have to hit it back. So it's like you just go naturally because that's where your mind and body want to take you when you're not stuck in it. Interesting. I don't know. No, that was a good answer. Don't second guess yeah. yourself. Be positive about <laughs> and it. And like, don't steamroll yourself. You know, don't feel like you have to keep like talking and laughing and having a really interesting thing to say. It's just like, breathe, like whatever she says back to you. Like maybe even, you know, silence kind of suggests that you're not uh, all nervous and shaky. So yeah, it's own like, the silence. Own the silence. Like maybe she's nervous to talk to you too. So maybe she's going to d- come up with something to say in that moment. You know, but you don't have to be nervous at all because she's probably not going to answer because <laughs> <laughs> everybody texts. <laughs> all right. Next question. Hey friends, I've been listening for a few months and love your podcast. Quick question. How much of a turnoff is wearing a hat when on a date? Turn I'd rather off. Not... <laughs> really? Yeah. I have issues with this. See, I don't wait. I'd rather not, but unfortunately I have hyper, Hydrosis. I proofread this one. I just can't say the word. Or excessive sweating and anything from wine to garlic or even a hot summer day will set me off. Think Ben Stiller in uh, Along Came Polly. I wear the hat to save myself from the embarrassment. I have seen doctors and tried herbs and mixed results with mixed results. Other than this, I really do like taking girls to the new hip hop uh, hotspots. Any other suggestions? Help, Dan. Okay, well, number one, hip hop, you can wear a hat. Number two, just go to baseball games because you're like, I'm wearing the hat of the baseball team that I like. (laughs) Right, so just choose functions where a hat is acceptable. Also, get a good hat. You're wearing a hat. hat. If someone showed up with a hat like that I would be into the oh, so reason you're picturing a baseball cap yeah the right. reason I'm reacting is because I've been on a couple dates where I am so offended by what they're wearing and I'm not an offended easily person uh, Three I dates. think you are if you're offended by what they're wearing no it, I am <laughs> it must have been really bad no okay no first one <laughs> I love Jewish Persian people I don't know first Shirts, one I don't know sweatpants no he was like we're just going to the movies and I don't really feel great would you mind if I wore sweatpants and I was like yes I would mind I don't really feel great then, so that really bothered me. Sweatpants. Oh, I, I would. Yeah. Be He's like, but I they're really nice. Feel great. Don't go out with me then. He's like, they're nice sweatpants. I'm like, well, if they're so <gasps> nice, just put on pants. This is the same argument I've had with my husband about the bowling. I was going bowling with him <laughs> on one of our first dates, and I wore the cutest, expensive sweatpants. This sweatshirt that I thought was adorable, and he's like, you're wearing sweatpants for a date, and I was like, yeah, we're going bowling. Like, I gotta be comfortable. But even for bowlers this. don't wear sweatpants. I know, but maybe <laughs> even true. they put on ugly khakis. I I was never comfortable in jeans. I found it really hard to do my moves if I was wearing jeans. Well, advice to dudes: suck up the moves and wear the jeans. I know because I mean, a, a girl, it's different. You could get away with it. You have a cute no. Ass, I did not whatever. get away. Although I got married, you so got married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turned out well. Yeah. The thing is, if you suck at bowling and then still put on the sweatsuit to like do a bad job, it's like no. If you're gonna wear the sweatsuit, you better sweatsuit, be fucking be good. I was really good. I kicked his ass and I won the game. Okay, well there you go. Exactly. But we're going to the movies there's nothing to win and i know we're just sitting in chairs but like he's like and they're nice sweatpants and i'm like but they're still sweatpants were they nice sweatpants though they were like no i mean they were like i don't like sweatpants on dudes they're like gross to me 
So you were offended. Were they so, baggy or were they like kind of fitted? They were the fitted ones that okay. are like a little urban-y. I don't know, like, think I would mind those they personally. They were terrible, but... but like he looked, he wore them fine. It was just the fact that like you're going out with me. I want you to feel like you want to like impress me. You won me. the lottery. You it's more it like up. that yeah. he said, but he said, do you mind if I wear sweatpants, right? Yeah, but the problem is so, I was very passionate about saying, yes, I do mind. And he still wore them anyway. But it's like, so he's mm. saying these are my shitty pants. Yeah, like, even I'm wearing though my shitty pants for you. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Second one. Wait, what? Like yeah, he said, like even though the pant, the sweatpants technically didn't look bad, they were d- whatever, like designer. They weren't like J.C. Penny baggy gray right. ones. He didn't view them as something he that's like totally said, good for a date. Do you mind if I wear sweatpants? It's like that's putting it in. Oh my a God, different every guy's like, I'm <laughs> asking, I'm being polite and saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm and then I'm saying no, so don't do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's see? the other thing. If you if he thought there was that there was nothing wrong with wearing sweatpants, he would not have brought it up to you. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Number two. Interesting point of view. Hoodie. Okay. Totally get that, like, it's casual. We're not going to some five star restaurant. But the fact that you're wearing a hoodie to me means you're, I'm not that important. And, like, you've done this so many times that, like, or something. And it's a nice hoodie. I don't care if it's a $90 hoodie. Do you feel the it's same way? And would you feel the same way I if think, you were in your 20s? I think hoodies, yes, I would. Uh, no, I wouldn't feel the same way in my okay. 20s, but we're both in our mid 30s. Okay. And, uh, and the it was I brought it up immediately. I go, you're wearing a hoodie because like I put on like a nice outfit. I want, and that's the thing is like dudes expect so much from women in the looks department. They want you to be thin. They want you to have your hair done. They want you know they want you to look sexy and good, but then you're wearing a hoodie, and so it makes it. Maybe unbalanced. he didn't want you to look that way. He already he liked d- how you looked. He did. He mm. did. And he's yes. He this was guy's like a knob. Mm-hmm. He totally is. See, I don't think so. He's I mean, not, he wanted to wear sweatpants and a hoodie, and I'm sure it looked really good, and he took a, a long time to pick that outfit out. <laughs> number three. Uh, I'm just defensive of it my own. <laughs> number three, I know this doesn't sound that bad, but we were going out to, like, it was late night. He had on, like, a really old, and it could work if it was his style, but it was just a shitty T-shirt. And he's like, I don't have time to go home and change. I'm just wearing this T-shirt just as a heads up. And, like, this, we went out twice. The second time we went out, he what was wearing thing? sweatpants. It was a different dude. Mm. And no. he, and I go, he was like. Cause See, was, these are my dream men. I would totally date them. I'm like, yes, now <laughs> we're talking. But the thing is, he was wearing sweatpants. It was a last minute thing. We weren't planning on going. But this means you're walking around in sweatpants to go what do whatever you were doing. Yeah. And I think he is so freaking cute. I look at his pictures on Instagram and he's got like great outfits on. I was so unattracted to him because I had first seen him in this like shitty t-shirt. Which wasn't even like a cool shitty t-shirt. It was like the neck was stretched out. It didn't fit right. And it was just ugly and like tan colored. It was just gross. Right. And then the second time he had like a, like a longer sweat, like a like sweater on with the sweatpants. And so when I see these pictures of him online, I'm like, I wasn't like cool enough for him to actually have regular clothes on. And it was funny because when we met and it was last minute, he was coming from the Grove. There are a lot of stores you could buy a pair of jeans if you're going to go out <laughs> to dinner and meet a chick. We went out to a yeah. nice restaurant right. and had dinner. And it's just like, just and grab a pair pants. of jeans if you can't But did you home. like him? Separate from this stuff, did you actually enjoy him and like him and like his personality? Or yes. Are these, oh, you did. But I wasn't attracted to him. I was attracted to him the first time because I was excited to meet him. Then the second time, it was like really an, an, another outfit like this. And it had been such a lag in time since we had gone out the first time. That but, my so you excitement... didn't enjoy him enough to like see past those clothes because you were so heavily offended. Yeah. 
I didn't like him enough to to get over. But it. he, right. yeah, I feel like it's like the second time he should have thought like, oh, I better, I need to clean up the my accent. Yeah, but you're also saying I right. didn't like him enough. Like, if how do you liked him more? Because this goes back to the second. But the thing, thing is, what's weird is I do like him because I see his pictures on Instagram. Hey, you like his pictures. That's very different. Do you yep. like him? I do. That's the thing is we have, it's weird. Like what happened is my, it turned me off physically. I do like him. I actually, our personalities are crazy, like similar. I think he's super funny. I think he's incredibly cute, but that look literally physically shut my vagina off. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's interesting. No, but I think if I saw him, I saw him dress, he sent me a video once he was at his sister's wedding, which he had actually asked me to go to totally randomly. And I was out of town. And we hadn't even met yet at that point. He sent me a video at his sister's wedding of himself, like a selfie-ish, like a selfie thing. And he was wearing a suit and like, he looked so freaking hot. So if, right. I think if I, the problem is I would have liked him enough if I saw him in that outfit. I'm telling you, I would have. It physically turned me off. I think you took it off. too personally that he wasn't I didn't take it that you. personally. I'm genuinely trying to say I found it physically unattractive. But he, at one point in your relationship, he's going to want to be comfortable. Totally, which he can do, but not right at the beginning. It's like you want to start up high okay. and then work your way low. He was still in best foot forward territory. Okay. Yeah, and like you're already putting your bad foot forward. And to me, it just, I think because women are sexually, like their sexuality is so linked to their brain. And I, that to me shut my sexuality off. Just it turned it off. Okay. I, he kissed me at the end, and I was like, that was the most dry, awkward, unfun kiss. Really? Mm-hmm. Because okay. he was wearing sweatpants. It just grossed me Back out. Back to the hat. The Your hat, hat is awesome. I'm just telling Dave you. Dave can, yeah, sorry. The, the, that's probably the thing, If as a very practical thing, just go find a real hat shop where, like, men... Think Don Draper. What kind of hat would those guys have bought? Right. Find ones that fit your style. They make them. They can put a headband in there that will absorb sweat better than the one that you go buy at Target or yeah. whatever. Oh, nice. But go do that because I think it really, like you were saying, it's the it's the I took care to look nice for you. And if I always wear hats, I wore a nice hat. I wore like the best yeah. one. You I'm know, into nice hats. That's what I mean. Like, right. I think that that's good. That's See, my husband wears, well, okay, fine. he's not trying to get me now, but he should be trying to get me. I think he is. But I like when he wears hats. I, I like hats on dudes, too. Sexy. I just think at the beginning, you want to come out. I understand spit, that. You know, spit shined. Like, but if there's, yeah. a, if there's a real reason to wear one, just make sure it's good. Make if sure it's, it's like, like a cool, stylish yeah. hat. Like, if you have weird legs and you don't want to wear shorts in the summer, you just wear long pants, but you make sure they're nice pants that fit the situation. So right. your hat should be no different. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's something for you to invest in. And yeah. for everyone who's listening, obviously you can't see Dave. Dave's wearing, like, a cabbie hat, and mm-hmm. I am such a fan of cabbie hats. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think it looks super sexy. I think it's they're like artsy. So nice. Very uh, charismatic looking and adorable. Yeah, and it I, adds character to you. I feel like yeah. if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, like maybe you've worn a hat on a couple dates with this girl and maybe even she's like looking at it like or, or makes a comment. <laughs> what is you know, under there? Be, just be honest. Just be like, yeah. brush it off, you know? Ugh, yeah, you know, Not I have your like hair, this though, cra- because you don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tell her. Just feel, yeah, man, you know, I wear hats because I just, I have this really bad sweating problem. So, yeah, what are you going to do? Is that how you would want Just a guy to phrase it, it to you on date three? I would, want to, oh, I, would, I would want him to be honest. Yeah, I like that. I, I like when guys, yeah, if he was like, Ugh, yeah, you know, it sucks, but this is how I deal with it right now. Like, just, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. That's if she it's asked not, the question. I'm not saying it's it's sexy or that I want to hear that. Yeah, it's not but, like you're going to be like, ooh, baby, yes. Yeah, like, but it's like, out, okay, like now I know <laughs> that he doesn't have like a swastika tattooed on the top of his head. Okay, so. Very smart. We actually got, have to wrap up the show. One one comment. Guy that I went out with with tattoos when I was really depressed that he like, um, 
like uh, broke up, not broke up with me, but ended things with me. Um, he always wears a hat. He's like balding. And like it worked. For, like I found him super attractive, but it was so sexy because we went out. I was like, oh, my God, this guy is so sexy. He was wearing a baseball cap, but it's like he's totally tattooed, kind of skater guy looking type. Um, we were he just instantly like went to kiss me and he just goes, oh, fuck it. And he took his hat off and threw it down and started kissing me. So hot. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Fuck it because it was hitting you in the face? Yeah. He can't kiss with a hat forward. It was like he was wearing it forward. And he was bald underneath? Yeah. But like I already kind of knew that. So right. it wasn't like this like reveal of I was like, goo. Right. It was like, <laughs> like it. it's like Clark Kent. Like, yeah. I mean, it's cut super short, so you can't even really touch. It just looks like he has a buzz cut. Yeah. And it's blonde, so his skin's kind of the same color as his hair, whatever. Okay. That was cool. So but he wore a hat and it was okay? He did because it like it fit the scenario. Like yeah. it wasn't like he was wearing a hat because like he was being lazy. He was wearing a hat because that's his look. Like he... He is not comfortable with his bald, balding head. But he, he wore a baseball cap. He wore a baseball cap, but he also has both arms full of sleeve tattoos and uh, wears like a black T-shirt with like skinny. You know, it's like his look. Right. It's not like he was running so late. You, so with on. this other guy, because it wasn't his look in his Instagram pictures, and then he just yes. went to, to schlep. That was the That's problem. when it was. Mm. Oh, okay. That's interesting because that's what you got sold on. Yeah. It's what it's like. Basically, if you feel important, like. The reason I felt important was because he drove – he lives in Highland Park, which is very far from – I was in Santa Monica at the time. And so it was like he drove all the way from Highland Park. He's like, I have to work tonight, but I really want to meet you. And so it made me feel important. And he showed up and, like, was just totally himself in a way that didn't make me feel like I was second second thought or something. All right. Good way to wrap up the show. Yeah. All right. Marissa, thank you so much for being on the show. You Do you want to tell so people welcome. how to find you? Yes. You can look up my sketch comedy online at marissamadsen.com M-A-D-S-E-N Which Perfect. is all very funny. And you should thank post you. more on Instagram. Yes. I'm very bad at that. Um, my web series, I have at 20s versus 30s is um, my popular web series. Also check out Hazel and Lewis, my short film. We're turning it into a web series right now, and I will post more on Instagram. Perfect. And for anybody who wants to write in questions to overanalyze this, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You guys are awesome. We have new episodes coming out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Don't be a loser and download individual episodes. Please go and subscribe to our podcast. Thank you, Dave, Absolutely. for being thank you, Dave. man today. And thank you, Dave, for just saving Hero. us and just help having us record in this beautiful studio at iHeartRadio. Yeah, you guys are awesome. We'll see you next week.